Hello everybody and welcome to Unboxed with Pims. I'm your host, Allison Hill. Today we're here with Bill Corcoran Jr., fourth generation family member and family owned business Corcoran Printing. Thank you so much for being here, Bill. Thank you for having me. So I wanna talk a little bit about this concept of getting to a fourth generation of a family owned business. You don't see it very much nowadays. Right, yeah, it, it's, it's really fascinating, you know, being part of the family business and being a fourth generation. My dad is still in the business, Bill Corcoran Sr., and you know we're, we're slowly making the transition over to me taking over the fourth generation, and I forget the exact stat, but I think it's only like 2 or 3% of family businesses actually make it from the third to Pretty the fourth amazing. generation. Yeah, thank you. So we're, we're excited about it. Bring me back in time. How long have we been around? Yeah, so the company was founded in 1940 by my great-grandfather, Patrick Corcoran, okay. of course, in a basement, as, as all great businesses have started. Right. And his father was in the business, my grandfather, and then my father, and now me. And actually, this year is actually our 80th anniversary. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. Tell me about printing in general. Like, since you started from, I'm sure, as a boy, going to the office with your dad, being a part of it, and now what's out there in the marketplace and how you have to keep up. Tell me a little bit about those changes. Yeah, so the print industry has changed a lot, a real lot. And, you know, I grew up in the business. I'm 31 years old, and I've worked in the business really for as long as I can remember. And I worked in production even as a kid, as a teenager. Mm -hmm. I worked summer job, you know, summer jobs. I was in production, you know, from a teenager all the way up until I was through college. I worked in production, and I worked a little bit in the office, like in customer service. They allowed you to come into the office. They did, yeah. And I, I, I even went and dabbled in sales a little bit. I don't think okay. I ever made a single sale my summer internship, but I, I did it, and it was fun. I got a lot of experience. But to answer the question, like the the printing industry, it's it's very challenging. And the print industry is shrinking, at least in some aspects, like in, in the aspects I'm, I'm talking of is like, you know, all your typical old school traditional printing, mm -hmm. all of the, the booklets and the catalogs and the stationery and all that stuff. And we still do it all. Like whenever somebody asks me, like, what do you guys do? I always say we still do all of the traditional printing, right. but over the years we've adapted and we changed and re reinvested in new equipment to be more of a packaging company. Okay. And just before this, I had a meeting with, with a prospect and, you know, I, I basically said to him, I said, we now call ourselves a packaging company. Even though our name is Cork and Printing, we've adapted, changed and evolved because the old school printing, it's shrinking. It's, it's, I don't think it's going away totally. It's still going to be around. There's still a need for all that type mm -hmm. of stuff, but it's definitely changing. I can just tell you in my eight years that I've been with the family business now, it is so different now than what it was back in 2012. What was hot in 2012? Well, I mean, we just did so much more traditional printing. And we, as a company, we didn't really do a lot of the, the packaging. When I say packaging, I'm referring to, you know, foil stamping, embossing, die cutting, short run, folding cartons, and boutique packaging. Like, right. we do cigar bands now on cigars. And that's something we didn't even do a year and a half ago, let alone eight years ago. Right. So... The industry has just changed so much, and it's changing very, very rapidly. But we were, you know, we've we've been fortunate enough to see the change, adapt to the change, and move forward with that. Would you see yourself more in line with luxury brands now at this point? I would say so. Yeah, we do work with a lot of national brands, and we, of course, you know, I, I don't want to discount any small local mom and pop shops because we mm -hmm. we still do all of that 
regular traditional printing. Like we still do, you know, small orders of just a few hundred business cards and letterheads and envelopes for your mom and pop shop and order forms and things like that. However, we also can, we are competitive and we're, we're able to be competitive on a half a million die cut inserts, for example, or half a million foil stamped and embossed cigar bands. Mm-hmm. And that's the unique thing about us is that we do both. We have all the equipment in-house, so we're not outsourcing any of this type of work. Which we have great. Right. We have the equipment and we have the people and the skills and the knowledge to do it all in-house. And I think that's what really sets us apart from your typical commercial printer. Because your typical commercial printer, which, you know, again, eight years ago, I think we were just your typical commercial printer. And now we're not. And that's what makes us different and unique and aligns us to be able to work with luxury brands of the world and to be able to attract name brand clients. And where are you located? We are in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which is Northeast PA, a little hole in the wall in NEPA. Not a lot of people know about it, but I always also reference Scranton because most people don't know where Wilkes-Barre is or never heard of it. So most people associate Scranton with the show The Office. So whenever I'm traveling in my sales world, and if I'm in New York City, whenever I say Wilkes-Barre, I get a funny look like, what? <laughs> and, uh, and then I just say, I say, have you ever heard of the show The Office? And nine out of ten times they say yes. And then I just immediately say, well, that's where we're from. And they start laughing, and then it just opens up a great conversation. Right. Well, that's yeah. a great icebreaker. It is. It really is. So you, you have to have that kind of home feel, right? Mm-hmm. So that localness, I'm sure you started servicing that area before branching out to mass retailers or big name brands. But yeah. you bring that kind of intimacy. Yeah, so you're definitely. not this big warehouse printer where yep. you lose that personalization and that touch. I mean, yeah. being your fourth generation, you still have that family atmosphere, I would hope. Yeah, we definitely do. And I know I sent you that link to that video and I, I had this I had this famous one liner in the video and it wasn't even planned. It just it just came out on the fly when we were when we were making this video about our company and the history of our company. And I said we have small town culture with big city quality. And that's so true because you know we have a great culture with great people that have been with us for ten to twenty, twenty-five plus years, some of our employees. Right. We have some of the greatest people that work for us and they're the ones that really make the place run. So I gotta give a, a shout out and credit Held credit to them. Business. But but really, yeah, we have that culture. And we have we have that ability to service some of the largest brands and companies in the world, but still give them the small town culture and service. And we're still able to provide the best quality possible. What's your big plans for 2020? I can't tell you that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Family <laughs> um, secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of going back to everything I've said, we're constantly adapting and reinventing ourselves and going after that packaging type of work. Innovation, I would think. Totally. Yeah. Always looking at new equipment, seeing what else is out there, how we can be more competitive. But one of the things I think I shared with you is that I'm starting my own podcast. Yes. Please tell us all about it. Yeah. So my podcast, if you look up the hashtag on the stacks on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, you can find out a little bit about it. But there's a really long story. I don't even know if you want me to Come tell on, you how yeah, the whole thing is. It's, it's long. It's now. very long. So, geez, it's been over a year now. So about a year ago, I took a, a just a funny picture of myself sitting on a couple pallets of envelopes. And in the photo of me, there was a half a million envelopes. Mm-hmm. And it was for a client in New York City who obviously, as you know, storage is very limited around here and very costly. Yep. So we store and fulfill a lot of 
projects like that that just have volume. So we do fulfillment for them. You know, one of the items is envelopes. And I sat on uh, the pallet of envelopes. I took my picture by myself with my phone, propped it up, just took a a picture of myself kind of laying back just in a funny little pose. And it was, to be honest, it was like a cheesy self-promo. Right. And it was just like, hey, here's what we do at Corcoran Printing. And I made it funny in a way like it wasn't, I I didn't want to be too salesy, but I did think it was kind of cool and fun and unique. So I posted that on my Facebook and my my Instagram, and uh, I don't even think I put it on LinkedIn at the time. But I put that out there, and it just got like a ton of engagement, and mm-hmm. people thought it was funny and fun and cool, and because I think a lot of people that know me just didn't realize we were capable of doing that type of work. Right. So it got a lot of engagement, and people enjoyed it. So I was like, you know what? We have another cool 30,000 booklets or catalogs going out. Like It was like a week or so after, so... I, I, I was like, you know, I'm going to do another one of these because it just, people enjoyed it. I, 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 well, you I, got that organic engagement. Yeah, you know? it was just, it was a ton of engagement, like way more than I anticipated. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to do something else funny. I, I just, it was fun to me. I enjoyed it because everyone else enjoyed it. So I, I did this other one where I actually took a slow, it was actually a slow motion video of me running. <laughs> and I and I jumped and spun backwards and kind of fell over onto a pallet of catalogs. And I... Uh, you know, I put in there 30,000 catalogs, whatever, whatever. And again, same thing. It got a lot of engagement. And I posted a video, a, a photo and a video, the slow motion video. Okay. And that was really kind of when it, it kind of took off where people started commenting and saying, like, can I come do that? And I, 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 cool. I, I didn't know how to respond because, you know, I, I thought people were joking, but they were actually serious. And to me, it wasn't as interesting to me because that's what I do every day, mm-hmm. not jumping on pallets of paper, but just my business. Like it wasn't as interesting to me, but it, it was interesting to other people. Yep. So uh, people started commenting saying like, can I do that? Can I come do that? And I was like, really? And then the name on the stacks kind of, I don't know who said it first, but somebody said it in the comments. People started saying like, can I come jump on the stacks with you? Right. So I then just... I took, I took that. Yeah. Idea was born. I took that name on the stacks and of course I made it into its own hashtag, but that's how it was born. And then right after that post, an old, I worked for Verizon wireless before working for my family business, by the way, after college, I worked for Verizon. Okay. So an old manager of mine that I worked with at Verizon, he was a sales manager. He messaged me privately and he said, Hey, can I come jump on Dem stacks with you? And it was just funny. And we both laughed. And he called it, you know, he said Dem Stacks. And again, the whole on the stacks thing, again, it was exchanging conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you serious? Like, I didn't think he was serious. Again, with all these people, there was probably like 100 right. people. No exaggeration. Wow, like great. 100 people that just kept saying, this is cool. This is so cool. Do more. Can I come there? So he private messaged me and I replied back and said, are you serious? And he said, yeah. And I, and, uh, I said, okay, uh, how's next Tuesday? And he said, <laughs> I'll see you there. Awesome. So Mark shows up. That Tuesday, and him and I sat on a tall pallet of paper. Again, we just took uh, one of my coworkers took my picture with my phone on my my camera phone, and I posted a photo of him and just said, "Hey, this is Mark, old sales manager of mine. Great guy. Here he is." And that was it. Like real simple, and it was just one photo from my phone. Mm-hmm. I posted that out there, and then again, so now he was the very first person that had nothing to do with Corcoran Printing in my business that was part of this on the stacks thing. And it blew up. It just totally blew up to the point that I had about probably about a hundred people that asked me like, can I do this? And I I literally have a really long list. And I just, I started making a list because I had so many people kept asking me. So I just made this big list and I started working through the list. And, you know, I did a couple after that again with my camera. And then a good friend of mine, a photographer, Darren Elias, he reached out to me 
and I had somebody actually that drove up from New Jersey, Philly area, again, to be part of it. So he said, hey, I'll, for, I'll take some professional photos for you. And I'm like, okay, great, cool. Oh, wow. So he volunteered, hey, I'll, I'll come in. We'll make it look a little better. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. great. So Darren shot that on the stacks, little little photo shoot. And then from there, Darren stayed on. Like I kept Darren on. Like And, and Darren now shoots all of the on the stacks photos. Incredible. So, and again, the whole thing has just evolved. Like people bring in props. Like it just, <laughs> people started bringing in, like related to their business. Yeah. You know, people started bringing in props related to their business. I had one chiropractor, he brought in like life-size spines, and, and then we were sword fighting the spines. It's and, fantastic. Yeah. So clever. And then, you know, one of the most recent ones, somebody literally brought in like a mini bobcat skidster, drove it into our building, and actually it has like a forklift end, where you, and actually lifted the pallet of paper, and we actually took photos driving and sitting on this bobcat skidster wow. in my building. So it, it's it's gone like way too far, but I love it. So over the last six months, everyone has saying like, these photos are great and I love it. And I usually post like five or eight different photos of me and whoever the guest is. Mm -hmm. And everyone kept saying like, we want more content. People are saying, make a, make a YouTube channel, videotape this or make a podcast and interview these people. Like we want to hear more about these people. Cause I would just put like a two or three line or like who you are, what you do. And everyone kept saying, Bill, you got to do something more with this. Like you have a great idea and it's really cool. Everyone loves it make it into this interview thing. So finally, I, I pulled the trigger, and uh, I, I turned it into a, a podcast, obviously called On The Stacks Podcast. It's awesome. And it's, it's launching soon, and I'm really excited for it. So, Do you have a launch date? I where don't. Where can be? I don't yet. Okay, uh, yeah, so but, but where very can soon. they follow you for On The Stacks? So, so, so right now, if all you have to do is simply just look up the hashtag On The Stacks okay. on either LinkedIn, on Facebook, or on Instagram. Or you can just look up my page on Instagram. It's at Bill Corcoran Jr. But simply looking up the hashtag on the stacks is the easiest way to find the photos. Because even some of my guests also repost the photos of too. Course. But yeah, so if you just follow me on, on any of the social media platforms, I will be promoting the launch date and how, when, and where you can listen to it. It'll be on all the major podcast platforms yep. as well as it, it will be on a website that I'm also launching soon. So it will be embedded on the website as well. So it's, 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 so without it's, telling us all the things you have planned for 2020, mm-hmm. so far, it looks like it's going to be pretty amazing. It sounds like it, yeah. yeah. Well, but what fun is that? I mean, just engaging with people it and is, yeah. people wanting to come and sit down and chat with you, just like you're here today right. with me. It's, it's an amazing opportunity to get to know people, to hear their stories, and then taking what was just something fun that you probably would do all the time. Right. And really turning that into now an entire marketing program for your business. Yeah, it's great. And what's you know, your dad think of that? He loves it. Surprisingly, <laughs> did yeah. you interview your dad? I hope not, so. Not, not yet, I but I, so. I, I know he'll probably want to get there. So we'll, we'll fit him in there at some point. But I have already probably about fifty guests, and I have probably about fifteen or so already scheduled. I've awesome. already recorded a couple. I just didn't launch it yet, and we're just working out some kinks before we launch it. But yeah, there's it's a whole experience, you know, coming in and taking the photos, and then we take the photos and record the podcast immediately after. Right. So again, the whole thing is just kind of a, it's, it's an experience, and it's turned into this crazy marketing platform. And again, it's not even about printing, and it's not about me. It's just about you, the guest, what you do, and what your story is. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is just an awesome branding tool for you and a little bit for me too. Of course. But ultimately, again, this whole thing started at the request of all of these people that became mm-hmm. part of it. 
And I have all these people that are now referring other people and telling other people. It's, 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 and they told it's two insane. people and they told two people. Exactly. And, and yes. that's how it And now I can't, I, now I'm to the point where I, I can't even accommodate everyone. You know, I feel bad You're because. Like I also have to do printing. Yeah, like I also have to like do like my real job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also other clients and customers yeah. to attend to. Right, yeah. And the unique thing too about it is they're not even all my customers. The first three guests, let me think, the, yeah. So my first three guests I recorded, only one of them is a client. Two of them aren't. Again, so like I'm not being biased about it and just saying, hey, I'm only featuring my clients. It's, right. I don't really care who it is. I just want somebody that's cool, fun, unique, engaging, has a great story. It's just fun all around. Well, and you know what makes it even more unique is everybody has a story. Totally. Everybody has a story, whether you're talking about something personal, spiritual, financial, a brand, yeah. your industry. I mean, everybody's got a story. Every, so. Everyone does. Yeah, definitely. So the possibilities become endless. It is. And, and like I said, I, I feel bad because it's now to the point that I, I really can't even accommodate everyone. And I, I want to. And it's just... All in due time. Nothing yeah. but time. Yeah. We got right? time. Nothing but time. Yeah. So, in terms of printing specifically, yeah. who's going to take the business over and take it into the next 80 years? Yeah, you're looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you're off to a really great start. Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, my dad will probably be retiring in a few years. Really no set date, nothing set in stone. Right. But, you know, for the last year or so, him and I have conversations every single week about this, about me taking over the business and... It's fun and it's challenging and we have a lot of things to work out, but it's all good. And we're full steam ahead at me taking over the company. And I don't think he'll ever fully retire. I think he'll retire, but partially and still work part time. It'll be great because it'll be a win-win. He'll still be able to be part of the business and I will still have him as a resource. He's been in the business himself for over 40 years. So most of his life. So amazing. He's taught me a lot and he has a I mean, he knows everything. Like, he, and he's done everything. He's done everything in the entire business. Literally, used to run the printing presses. I can't say that I ever have. Right. But he's done everything. So, it's uh, it's great to be able to have him as a resource again. Even after he retires, he's still going to be around, and I'm still going to have him. If nothing else, as a, a consulting basis, I'm yeah, sure. totally. Yeah, silent exactly. partner. Or yeah. However, those things yeah. work themselves out. Yep. But yeah. yeah, and it's your dad. Yeah, and it's my dad. You know, and it's your dad. Yeah. Anybody else in the family involved? Um, Cousins, uncles, nephews, nieces. uh, An aunt. One of my dad's sisters is in the business, but no other siblings. I do have some other siblings, but none of them really ever took an interest in the business. Okay. So really, as far as the next generation, I am really the only family member that's the next generation at the moment. And your hope would be to possibly then the next generation? Fifth, yeah. Geez, it's going to be a while, but yeah. (laughs) Well, first you have to get all the interviews done. Right. Yeah, first, yeah, first we got to do the on the tax podcast, and uh, but yeah, no. That ultimately, that's the goal. That that is the goal to keep it you know, moving to, forward. To keep it going. Keep it um, in the family as long yeah. as possible. Yeah, we're only twenty years away from a hundred years. That's crazy to say that. So it's incredible. I mean, yeah. truly, in today's day and age, it is incredible yeah. to have a family business almost just shy of a hundred years. Yeah, and especially the printing world because it's. It's, it's very yeah, it's shrinking and it's very challenging. But we're proud that we've been able to adapt mm-hmm. and change and evolve. And like I said, we consider ourselves a packaging company now. Right, full uh, service. Full, yeah, yeah. 
tell me all of the places where all of our listeners can hear you and see you everywhere. Yeah, so Cork and Printing, you can find us at www.corkandprinting.com. You can okay. find Cork and Printing on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. We're very engaging. We love engaging with customers and prospects. And your hashtag is? So we have a couple. Okay. Obviously, one is hashtag Cork and Printing. Yep. We have another hashtag called Match Color Monday. Which is by far, if you haven't gone on to Instagram and followed Cork and Printing, please do it. It's one of my favorite posts on Mondays. The colors are gorgeous. The photos attached to them are amazing. And the color match, really superb. Yeah. That's also great marketing. Yeah, so if you look up the hashtag Match Color Monday, we do a fun little thing every Monday where we, we take a Pantone swatch, a different color every week, and we match the color to something fun or cool like food or a destination, like a beach or, mm-hmm. you know, a fruit, like strawberries, for example, things like that. And we've been doing that for a long time, and it's fun, it's exciting. Someone just commented on it just this past Monday and said, like, I look forward to Monday because of this. And I'm like, that's cool. I agree. That like, wasn't me who said that, but I agree with that person. Yeah, you know, I saw that, I'm like, wow, like, that's cool. If that brightens someone's day, like, that's awesome. And the color match... If it's anything like how the printing is done, it's going to be absolutely stunning. Yes, of course. Yeah. And uh, we actually have one other hashtag. I don't know if you know about this one. Maybe you do, but it's hashtag foil stamp Friday. I don't know about that one. Yeah, you'll have to look that one up. So every Friday, obviously, yes, we post and feature a different foil stamped job that we've done. So there's no rhyme or reason to what it is. It's okay. just one of the specialty things that we do is foil stamping. So every Friday we post something, uh, a recent project that we've done, something cool and fun and exciting, that was foil stamped. And that's it. So we just feature it, whether it's a foil stamped cigar band or a foil stamped note card Mm -hmm. or a foil stamped envelope. I mean, anything, a variety of different products that we foil stamp on. And every Friday we feature it using the hashtag foil stamp Friday. So you can also check that out. Awesome. And again, we post all of these match color Monday, foil stamp Friday on all of our social media platforms. Okay. So we can find them anywhere. You can find them anywhere. And then the hashtag for the podcast. One more time. The hashtag for the podcast is on the stacks. On Very easy to remember. Very Can't easy. forget it. Very Can't easy. forget it. Well, yeah. I thank you for coming out from PA today on this rainy Wednesday. I appreciate it. We've really enjoyed having you. We are really excited about your podcast. Thank I can't you. wait to be listening. We'll be on the lookout for when you launch. Everybody, this is Unboxed with Pims. I am your host, Allison Hill. Until next time.